Good evening, and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman, right here on White Pride Radio and Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, The Queering of America, and also, uh, parents, uh, if your children are in the room, uh, uh, please remove them that, that they don't hear this commentary because there is some quite uh, explicit uh, things uh, that children shouldn't hear. Uh, so please, if you have children, uh, remove them from the room, at least until after the uh, commentary here. Uh, if it's if you have older children, uh, it would be fine. But anyhow, uh, the the title to this commentary is called "The Queering of America." For most Americans, labels such as "gay," "non-binary," and even members of the LGBTQ+ community are generally used interchangeably to describe those preferring same-sex partners. This imprecision suffices for ordinary conversation, but it fails to capture a key political distinction among today's homosexuals, namely those embracing the label queer. The label queer may appear new, but it is decades old. In his 1995 book, St. Falkalt towards a gay Hagarofi, David Harrapin explains. As the very word implies, queer does not name some natural kind or refer to some determinate object. It acquires its meaning from its oppositional relation to the norm. Queer is at odds with the normal the legitimate, and dominant. Queer, then, demarcates not a positi- not positivity, but a positionality vis, uh, vis the nor- normative. A positionally that is not restricted to lesbian and gay, 
but men is in fact available to anyone who is or who feels marginalized because of his or her sexual practices. It describes a horizon of possibility whose precise extent and heterogeneous scope cannot in principle be delimited in advance. Queers thus differ from homosexuals who embrace the traditional gay political agenda of same-sex marriage and anti-discrimination laws. Queerness aims to undermine the very idea of normal sexual identity, create a world of anything goes, where one form of sex is no better or worse than any other. This might include currently illegal sexual practices such as incest, bestiality, and pedophilia. Queerness is thus revolutionary and subversive. As James Lindsay noted in his expose, he said, and that it is queer theory does, and what is it queer theory does? It disrupts, by definition, the definition of queer in queer theory, as we see, is that it resists and challenges all norms and expectations of normalcy. So bring into education materials based in queer theory, including so-called gender-creative perspectives that separate sex and gender as though they are completely different phenomena. It's meant to make children activists in this disruptive, destabilizing mode of misunderstanding the world. This subversive in intent is apparent in how queer queers fixate on educating children, especially very young children, and the campaign to capture young children is hardly hidden. At one New York City gay pride parade, a flamboyant drag queen openly chanted, We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. An estimated 2 million onlookers watched that gay pride parade. Prophesizing can be outrageous, as in another gay pride parade, where stark naked tattooed men marched down the street waving to children and their families. Elsewhere, a man was dressed as a giant penis, and he too waved to the crowd. Interestingly, the parade was sponsored by Bud Light Beer. A similar parade of naked gay men with children watching, recently occurred in Seattle, while in Los Angeles Elementary School, school students as young as five were required to participate in a week-long celebration of National Coming Out Day. The most notable example of exposing youngsters to queer is the fact that drag shows have now become ubiquitous America's public schools. One New York City organization, Drag Story Hour, New York City, has recently given its raunchous drag queen show 49 times in 34 public schools to kids as young as three, thanks to a $200,000 city fund.
Columbia, Missouri, values diversity. Breakfast was held to honor Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and featured a drag show where adults tossed dollar bills at lip-syncing dancers. No parent was informed about sexual content. Permission slips just mentioned. Traditionally, there are songs, performances, and a food item. But the greatest controversy surrounding children and queer sex concerns banning books from school libraries. The term book banning conjures up images of Nazi book burnings, but debates ignore whether the portrayed graphic sex is age-appropriate. The often unspoken reality is that hardcore pornography has been placed in school libraries under the subterfuge of education, or educating youngsters about human sexuality. No doubt the graphic depictions are now raw for, are too raw for public forums. Fortunately, the writer, Dave Seminara, provides lurid examples that young school children might encounter. In this book is gay, Transgender author Juno Dawson claims that perhaps the most important skill you will master as a gay or bi man is the timeless classic, the hand job. And something they don't teach you in school is that in order to be able to come at all, you or your partner may need to finish off with a handy. Also depicted are explicit descriptions of oral and anal sex, where the recipient of anal sex is praised for taking it like a man. Seminaro also highlights Jack of Hearts and other parts by L.C. Rosen, which depicts the explicit, unapologetically queer, active sex life of a teenager that asserts big, hairy, muscled men Love taking it up the ass. On page 285, we encounter a boy who boasts, What I really get turned on by is the idea of hurting girls. Not like beating them or anything, but spanking them, slapping them, making them wear collars and ball gags, and ordering them around. Despite the graphic material the school library journal Nevertheless, praises Jack of Hearts as an essential addition to library collections that serve teens, recommending it for children in grades 10 and up. These are just a few of Seminara's examples of queer pornography found in school libraries. The queer movement is also proliferating on today's college campuses. Five prestigious liberal arts colleges now offer a certificate in queer, trans, and sexuality studies that leads students to investigate how non-normative and normative genders and sexualities intersect with other social categories such as race, ethnicity, gender, class, and nationality. Another website provides a detailed guide to perspective perspective queer studies, 
majors in less 35 colleges offering that major, including prestigious schools such as Brown University, Cornell, Penn State, and Rutgers. A minor in queer study can be found at dozens of top colleges. Another site presents a detailed guide for queer students on evaluating a school's program. The challenges a queer student might face on campus and critically available scholarships. Queer activism is an all-hands-on-debt crusade across the entire American culture. On the movie front, the website Queerty boasts, 2023 is here, it's queer, and it's got a ton of great LGBT plus movies to look forward to. The National Gallery of Art has a major exhibition of queer art. And thanks to philanthropic generosity, queer artists will also be will also be able to produce yet more paintings, photographs, and sculptures. Queer authors can meanwhile avail themselves of some 61 publishing firms which specialize in getting queer writers into print. For an identity compromising only a tiny sliver of population, this is an amazing, almost overnight accomplishment. Its impact, however, may be far from insignificant and pushing an agenda asserting that there is no such thing as normal and human sexuality is not inconsequential. It hardly exaggerates to say that society rests on normal sexual normal sexuality, though. To be sure, not every individual is obligated to embrace procreative sex. Multiple factors are currently re reducing already low fertility rates, and we do not need one more push in that direction. Queerness is a movement whose purpose is psychological affirmation of its adherence, not securing a tangible benefit, and as such is without limits. Will requiring grade school kids to watch drag shows help queers to feel better about their identities? Will hands-on warships for preteens on, on edgy sexual practices be next? Unlike the traditional gay political demands, for example, legalizing same-sex marriages, the queer movement will not settle for half a loaf. They want to transform society in the image, in their image, not just a new law or two, then add both physical and psychological damages afflicted on youngsters who decide to experiment with queer sex. The crusade is not about man harmlessly dancing around, pretending to be sexual, sexy floozies. Uh, as I said at the beginning of the commentary, uh, it got quite graphic in there. And, you know, usually uh, if there's a swear word in something, uh, 
uh, I'll think of a different word. For instance, but, behind, or as. Uh, I would probably choose but or behind instead of as. Uh, the purpose that I read this um, commentary in its uh, full content is people listening to the show, if you have children, this is what's happening in school. Uh, you may think that, uh, ah, well, you know, it's just uh, celebrating uh, queers. Would you, if any, any, any parent that would let their children read content, like I just read in this commentary, you shouldn't have kids. You should be charged for a crime. Uh, but that that was the purpose of reading uh, reading that in full content with all the uh, filth uh, in it uh, because uh, you know some parents uh, or you know some people they see there's a problem but they never hear it uh, for what it is uh, you know and, and there's the graphic there's what your children are getting and public school system libraries. It's uh, uh, unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to break here now for a couple of commercials, and uh, we'll be right back with the uh, rest of the show. You sit and watch our country crumble. You complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want the change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help.
An awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's dig right into this evening's uh, news articles. Uh, the commentary took up a good bit of time there, uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, but uh, the first article I have, now, now talking about education and talking about queers uh, in the commentary, this, this uh, article here uh, fits right in. This comes from theadvocate.com. The Advocate is... Uh, they well uh, they advo- uh, advocate for uh homosexuals this is a homosexual uh news source so naturally this is going to be very biased the headline is christian nationalists are infiltrating schools to make them anti lgbtq plus uh you know the word christian nationalist It's trying to, Christianity in America is trying to be destroyed. In any uh, white European country, the same. The idea of saying Christian nationalist, this is to make it look bad, like Christianity's uh, something bad. Uh, you know, if you are a true Christian, and you know that homosexuality is a sin, and you know race makes is a sin, it's biblical, then you're called a Christian nationalist. Now, if you welcome uh, uh, homosexuals and mixed breed, half breeds into your church, uh, then then you're considered okay. Uh, you know, r- religion got a little bit backwards, and the ones of us that uh, you know uh, didn't change religion were, were the ones called the uh, Christian nationalists. Like uh, you know, it, it's a bad thing to. Uh, actually be able to understand your Bible. Uh, the article here, uh, the beginning Christian nationalist movement is looking to reintegrate religion, tr- re- religious traditions in schools, particularly in Texas, bringing a wave of anti-LGBTQ plus policies with it. Listen, uh, homosexuality uh, should be a crime, plain and simple. Uh, if you're caught outside doing anything uh, sexually deviant, you should be uh, arrested and, and jailed for it. You, okay, take a flasher, uh, what was called a flasher years ago. Uh, you get the picture of the guy in the trench coat with nothing underneath, and uh, he would walk up to an adult woman and flash her, 
uh, to where she saw his penis, that was considered a crime. Now, just like in the commentary, these guys, uh, uh, these blatant homos, can walk down the street naked in front of little kids, and it's not a crime? What, what the hell is that? Uh, the article continues here. The NBC News podcast Grapevine examines this infiltration uh, of far-right actors into school districts. Those groups claim to want to eradicate indoctrination by woke educators and leaders. Former President Donald Trump lamented the exclusion of religious teachings in schools at the Conservative Political Action Conference last year. School prayer is banned, but drag shows are allowed to permeate these whole places, Trump said. He later stressed the renaissance of this narrative with his supporters in a speech in North Carolina, NBC reports. Now listen, Trump is not the savior of America. Would Trump be a better president than Biden? Oh, absolutely. Uh, would Trump be uh, a better president than uh, the, the ones that uh, uh, are running uh, uh, or thinking of running for uh, president in 2024? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, at least when Trump was uh, our president, our borders were closed. The economy was booming, the border was closed, and uh, he doesn't like homosexuals. But is he the savior? No, absolutely not, because he is uh, uh, Jew-friendly. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't care. You, you know, people call you anti-Semitic. Uh, uh, for not liking the Jews. And you know what? You can kiss my ass because nobody's going to tell me who I like and who I don't. Uh, who I should rub elbows with and who I shouldn't. Uh, now, Trump, uh, his daughter, married a Jew and then she converted uh, to Judaism. Uh, and I just saw recently he made a remark, uh, pro-Israel, uh, a pro-Israel remark. So, you know, uh, as long as he's kissing the ass of the Jews, he's not our savior. Far from it. But at least under him, the policies, uh, we were a safer America. I'll say that. Uh, the article continues here. Uh, central to this unfolding situation is the state of Texas, particularly the suburban area of Grapevine. Here, the report highlighted how newly elected school board members, backed by far-right Christian supporters, approved a plan restricting mentions of gender fluidity in classrooms and libraries. Several scenarios are playing out nationwide, showcasing a concerted effort to meld religious tradition with educational policies. Uh, now, like I said, this article is biased. And, you know, um, why wouldn't we want Christianity in our schools? 
Why wouldn't we? Why was prayer taken out of the schools? See, if you want your child, and listen, this is a white Christian country, uh, so, you know, if there's any enemies uh, listening, uh, here you go. Here's what I think of you. This is a white Christian nation. It should be a majority white Christian nation. Uh, it's still a majority white, but that's dwindling, thanks to the open borders. And the only religion that should be allowed to be practiced in America is Christianity, and not the bullshit that the Jews tell you. Uh, true Christianity uh, should be taught in schools. And, you know, if you're a non-white or uh, you, you Hindu or uh, uh, Muslim, if you don't like that in America, that your religions should not be allowed to be practiced in our white Christian country, uh, you know, pack your bags and get the hell out because uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, other religions have taken over Christianity in our white Christian nation. Uh, you know, uh, uh, do you think, now I don't know who uh, Africans, uh, uh, what religion uh, they practice their, their little tribes back in the uh, jungles, but do you think as whites, if we took our uh, white Christian beliefs to a non-white country, with, that had non-white religions. Can you imagine what would happen if we were to stand up and start crying about we need to, uh, we need to allow uh, white Christianity in a non-Christian, non-white country? Do you realize what would happen? Uh, we would be, our heads would be on a stick somewhere in the jungle far enough back in where they got to pipe in sunshine. We would never be heard from again. Yet, here in America, Christians are supposed to uh, just quietly bow out and let all these other uh, religions take over. Uh-uh. And when you're going to fight for your religion, this is why you're called a Christian nationalist. Uh, they, they say far right. It has nothing to do with left, right, whatever. It has to do with our founding. So, you know, to label it far-right Christian nationalist, uh, far-right has nothing to do with it. This is a Christian country, and I'll tell you what, uh, I honestly believe our forefathers followed Christian identity uh, in some of the laws and things that were made. And I think our government uh, knows this. You know, they don't want us to go back to that. You know, uh, our, could, could you imagine if uh, uh, white Christians in America would stand up and you would get more uh, uh, true Christian people into office, you know, and things like that? Uh, that's how we'll make change. Now you have the, this queer uh, news source up in arms because we want religion put back in school. Listen, uh, America's children can go watch 
uh, a drag queen with his dick hanging out of his dress. But we can't have religion. We, we can't have God uh, in, in the school. And, well, this is why also, uh, you know, it, this just didn't happen. Uh, this was the plan, and that's why religion was taken out of schools. Because, you know, it's, it would be pretty hard to promote homosexuality right after you just got done praying to God. So they had to get rid of God. They had to get rid of God. Uh, now it's Satan in our classrooms. Uh, and, and that's not uh, far-fetched or, you know, uh, stretching it. It's it's the truth. Uh, let's see. Uh, in a significant episode from August of 2022, a mother at a packed school board meeting in Grapevine accused the teacher of influencing her child to trans, uh, transition genders exclaiming, I lost my son. However, a complex effort was revealed upon deeper investigation by NBC reporters Mike Hicksberg and Antonia uh, Halton. According to, uh, to a description of the podcast, it's a tale of transgender child yearning for understanding. A mother rooted in her religious beliefs and an English teacher caught amid in the uh, religious and social discord. The podcast underscores the broader implications, depicting it as part of a larger religious movement with a growing influence over educational policies based on evangelical inter interpretations of Bible values, according to NBC. Why would they be afraid of having God in school? Ask yourself that. Uh, look at our president. Look at our president. And, and, and you know, we have all these people uh, that are sworn in with their hand on a Bible and they're Satanists. Nothing but Satanists. Uh, back to the article here. In Oklahoma and Florida, uh, state officials are advancing Christian-centric agendas within the educational sphere. Oklahoma's Republican education chief, Ryan Walters, had advocated for displaying the Ten Commandments in classrooms. Uh, another, uh, another. Uh, what's wrong? What's wrong with the Ten Commandments uh, in the classrooms? Um, you know, it, it, this isn't just one uh, school. You know, uh, there are many schools in America right now that are, uh, you know, bringing God back into the classroom, and we see that uh, because as soon as a teacher mentions God. In a classroom, as soon as the teacher says homosexuality is a sin, uh, as soon as the teacher says we shouldn't race mix, guess what? They're fired. They're fired for telling the truth. Uh, so, you know, and I read uh, in that commentary, parents out there listening, I read in that commentary what's in these books, uh, uh, what your children are being taught, and you have homosexuals saying, oh, no, 
this is all uh, child friendly. Uh, you know, I don't know where they get that from, but uh, parents pull your kids out of school, homeschool them. Uh, you get over COVID, so the excuse you can't do it, uh, that's blown out of the water. Aren't your kids worth it? Uh, if you don't know where to start, go to this website, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. There's your start. Uh, uh, get your children out of these dens of saintness. Okay, let's see what's next here on the list. Uh, this one here uh, comes from the New York Post. The headline to this is, Florida teacher severely beaten by 270-pound student over Nintendo Switch refuses to help defense lighten sentence. Uh, this is this big, dumb, black, low IQ uh, kid. It's, uh, and I mean, I saw the video. He stumped her or she wasn't moving over her taking a Nintendo Switch in school. Now, I, I've seen another uh, headline uh, about this uh, low IQ uh, animal. And uh, that one said autistic. So now they're going to say that, that uh, he's autistic just because he's number one, black. Number two, low IQ. And number three, black privilege. Uh, they want, the, I guess the defense wants this teacher that got stumped nearly to death by this 270-pound thug. They want her to come forward and say something to lighten his sentence. Uh, you know, uh, after watching the video, this, this, uh, uh, kid should be sentenced uh, to life in prison, at least life in prison. Uh, I would go as far as to say that this uh, uh, would be a good uh, capital punishment case. Now let's get into the article here. I did this article uh, when it first came out uh, here on the show. The Florida teacher who was beaten unconscious by a 270-pound student in a viral video has refused to help the teen's defense lighten his sentence, according to a report. Why would she? Why would she, should she even want to lighten his sentence? Uh, you know, uh, uh, this big dumb bastard, he, he, surely to God he knows uh, right from wrong. Uh, you know, I really don't know what kind of an illness you could have uh, that uh, uh, would think, that would in your brain would think that uh, taking a game away from you deserve to be stumped into the ground. In my opinion, there's no help for this punk. None. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brendan Deppa, then 17, violently hurled Matenza's high school paraprofessional, Joan Nidich, to the ground. Uh, then could be seen in the video kicking and punching her in the back and head more than a dozen times before he was pulled off by other staff. The troubled teen told investigators he attacked Nadich because teachers ordered him to stop playing a video game on a Nintendo Switch. Now, like I said, you have to be pretty low IQ. You have to be pretty damn stupid to think that that... Uh, uh, by taking a game away, 
Uh, imagine if something really uh, 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 bad would happen to this idiot, this low IQ beast. Something bad happened to him. You know, what would he do then? He's already shown that he he is uh, 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 violent. He has violent tendencies, like most blacks, uh, and he can't control himself. That's why I say a lighter sentence doesn't uh, uh, work here. Uh, Depa, who was charged as an adult, faces up to 30 years in prison for the first-degree felony charge of aggravated battery. Uh, 30 years, thats I, I would say uh, 30 years would be on the low end. Uh, but 30 years, he should at least get. That should be a minimum. Uh, according to Flagler Live, Nadich has shown no interest in mitigating what penalties Depa might face. Here we go. The autistic teen, low IQ dumbass, is what this is what autistic means in this instance. A low IQ idiot, black idiot, uh, who will plead guilty to avoid trial, was initially charged as a juvenile in the case before the raps were upgraded. Uh, Nadich was brutally beaten. Oh wait. This thing is showing me. Okay. I apologize for that. I'm reading uh, when I move my articles to the uh, Pocket app. Uh, it doesn't show the, the pictures that were in the app, just the uh, words to it. And I started reading there uh, two words that were underneath a, a picture. Uh, Depa, who stands six foot six, now keep this in mind, six foot six and 270 pounds worth of black retard coming at you, uh, reportedly threatened to kill Nadich during his arrest. Uh, there you go, more violent tendencies. It was initially reported Nadich personally confiscated the Nintendo device from him but she denied doing so in subsequent interviews. Uh, I'm hoping that the awareness of this incident being spread far and wide will prevent anyone else from ever dealing with the trauma, physical healing, and disruption of everyday life this has caused, she said on a GoFundMe page that has raised more than $100,000. Uh, Depa is slated to issue his plea later in the month and will be sentenced after that in a separate proceeding. Um, the high school where the assault took place has been besieged by violence in recent years and days. Uh, you know, if they're having a lot of violence, I would say that's probably a mostly uh, black a school. This is what blacks do. Uh, you know, that's why... Uh, if I read an article about a little black kid being run over by a mower, it wouldn't bother me. Uh, because this is just uh, how these, uh, and I'm using people lightly, but this is just, you know, this is their lifestyle, and it doesn't fit in. 
I've said this many times, it doesn't fit in a civilized society uh, such as the United States. Uh, this kind of uh, brutality, and this is just out of a 17-year-old uh, kid, 18 now, and uh, crazy. Uh, Nadich was treated in the hospital and released after the shocking attack. Just this week, 11 students were arrested at the Palm Coast School after massive fracas erupt in a crowded hallway. Deputies and administrators who tried to quell the chaos were shoved and punched during the incident. The lack of respect demonstrated by these students is simply shameful, Flagler County Sheriff Rick Stalley said uh, of the fight. But actions have consequences. Yeah, they do, unless you're black. Uh, and, you know, uh, we see, and you tell, how is this uh, equality? By letting low IQ beasts run around the streets doing whatever they want to do, uh, uh, you know, and like here, uh, uh, this low IQ idiot beats some beats a teacher nearly to death because she took his Nintendo game, and uh, uh, then the defense wants her to uh, say a few words to try to lighten his sentence. Uh, and yet another violent episode this week. A 16-year-old student was arrested for biting a teacher who tried to stop her from fighting with another girl. Uh, I, I really wish they would save uh, uh, the races uh, of these kids because more than likely, uh, I don't have the statistics, uh, so don't quote me on this, but I would probably say uh, that is a majority black school. Uh, just like every majority black school, uh, they are not safe to, well, you know, even white schools aren't safe to be in anymore in America. Uh, they want to push uh, diversity. They want to push uh, inclusion. Uh, they want to push homosexuality down children's throats. Um, you know, um, uh, it's brainwashing. But anyhow, here, this on a lighter note, uh, this is a good story here. And uh, another, <laughs> yet another, uh, low IQ uh, beast being stupid. And, but this had a happy ending. This really did. Uh, this one comes from the news source Odyssey. And the headline is, Florida woman killed filming a TikTok with a rifle. Now... Why would you film a TikTok with a rifle? This is a black female. Uh, and do you know why she had a, was doing a video on TikTok with a rifle? Uh, trying to live that thug life. Uh, showing what it's like in the hood. Uh, and here, uh, it, this shows us uh, the intelligence of these people that uh, we're talking about here. Two women were, film, were filming a TikTok this May using a rifle as a prop. One ended up dead and authorities arrested the other Friday on manslaughter charges. According to the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, 20-year-old Mariah Clayton was arrested on manslaughter charges related to the death of 19-year-old uh, Yaya Womack. 
Officers first responded to the scene of the Womack shooting on Kendalltown Boulevard in Jacksonville, Florida on May 24th. She was alive when she was taken from the scene, but later pronounced dead at a medical facility. Her family said she was in critical condition when they first arrived at the hospital, according to First Coast News report. Now, what are they insinuating here? That the EMTs, uh, because uh, uh, this idiot was black, that maybe she didn't receive the uh, care that they uh, thought uh, she should? And the family said she was in critical condition when they arrived at the hospital. But guess what? Depending on where uh, she shot herself, uh, you know, uh, you could go very quickly. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, JSO's homicide unit, along with the crime scene unit, were notified and responded to conduct their individual investigations, said the sheriff's office of the incident. At first, two people. At first, two people who drove Womack to the hospital, including Clayton, said that they saw her walking on the sidewalk and picked her up. Later, the man who was driving the car told detectives that he actually went to an apartment to purchase marijuana and was told there that Womack shot herself, according to News 4 Jax. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Black, low IQ, typical, selling drugs, uh, and th th it, this ended in a happy ending. There's one less drug pusher on the street, uh, one less dumbass uh, that uh, we as white people uh, have to uh, encounter. So, uh, you know, a win. This is why I say uh, uh, articles like this, I feel no pity here at all. Um, I just feel gladness. Uh, that uh, uh, it's one less drug dealer. Uh, during further interviews, witnesses said Clayton and Womack were in a bathroom filming videos for social media platform TikTok. One witness said Clayton was holding a rifle and that Womack was filming her popping out of the shower with the gun. Now what sense would that uh, make? Why would you film yourself popping out of the shower with a rifle? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, thought it was cool. I don't know. Maybe that's what they do in the hood. Uh, a short time later, a man entered the room, and they didn't need to be playing with the rifle and tried to take Oh, they said, uh, didn't need to be playing with the rifle. Let's try this again. A short time later, a man entered the room, said they didn't need to be playing with the rifle, and tried to take the gun from Clayton. JSO said, per news, four jets. Clayton then began to pull away, and the man said, let me check something, and reached for the rifle before it went off, a witness told police. The witness said they thought the man 
was going to check the safety of the gun held by Clayton, but he did, uh, but he did not touch it before it went off. Womack sustained a gunshot wound to her stomach. Witness testimony indicates that Clayton was holding the gun when it went off. Uh, Clayton, while attempting to film uh, the TikTok video, was inappropriately handling the rifle and the culpability negligent in her actions, even after being told that she should not be playing with the rifle, said her warrant, as uh, cited by City, cited by News for Jax. The culpability negligent actions of Miss Clayton led her to be directly responsible for the death of Ayanna Womack. She is currently being held on a $250,000 bond as of Sunday. First Coast News told Womack's family held a press release at HCA Florida Memorial Hospital. We still need the support said her cousin, Autumn Redding. We still need the motivation. We need the community to keep sharing because it is just the beginning. We're here today because we want to remember where it all started. And we want to bring a positive end to it as well. It was a positive end. Uh, you know, there, there's one less uh, dumbass uh, handling a firearm. Uh, you know, uh, this idiot... Uh, could have been out, you know, playing with this gun around other people, even there, and, you know, could have shot somebody else. Could have shot somebody else because she's a dumbass. Well, was a dumbass. Uh, Redding said there should be a trial for Clayton. Just this week, Utah filed a lawsuit against TikTok. It claims that the popular social media company is baiting children and teens into harmful social media habits. We know this for a fact. Uh, TikTok is run by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, and you see what's on TikTok. And, you know, I, I did a story a while back. You know, th that kind of nonsense isn't on uh, China's version of TikTok. Uh, there's no smut and uh, things like that. Uh, you know, this is where these kids learn the, the Tide Pod uh, challenges where, where they eat a tied a tie, uh, laundry uh, uh, ball. Uh, and I can't think of some of the other uh, games. Uh, yeah, just walking into someone's house and refusing to leave. Uh, that was a challenge. Uh, I don't know what parents don't get about TikTok. That, uh, you know, it, it's pretty obvious that the Chinese Communist Party is trying to destroy our youth. Uh, you know, too many parents, as long as their child has their nose uh, on a computer, on the phone, uh, anywhere but speaking uh, with their children, uh, parents just seem to be happy like that. Uh, you know, as long as they aren't bothering the parent, the parent doesn't bother them. And uh, that's crazy. This is what, this is how families have degraded uh since, you know, even when I was a kid, I've said this on the show before, when I was a kid, uh, yeah, my parents went, and there wasn't backpacks when I went to uh, uh, school, it was uh, book bags, uh, like a little uh, uh, cloth uh, briefcase, they were called book bags, 
And, you know, when I got home, my parents went through the book bag, uh, looked at what for homework I was doing, looked to see what I was writing, and, you know, looking at the books that the school sent me home with. They were involved. They wanted to see what was happening. Uh, as kids, we weren't allowed to go out and play until our homework was done. We had a sit-down dinner with the whole family, uh, and I still remember the time. 5 p.m., your ass better be belly up to the uh, dinner table, because if you were a minute late, your ass was grass. And uh, that, I'm not kidding. Uh, but, you know, uh, we sat together and played many games. I don't know how many people remember uh, Toss Across. It was the uh, tic-tac-toe hickey with the little bean bags. Uh, and you try to uh, get your O's or X's across the thing. Uh, many, many different board games. Uh, but we did this as a family. This was our entertainment. It wasn't... Uh, 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 mom and dad sitting in front of the TV while the children, while we were just out running wild. Uh, you know, I often wondered, uh, uh who snitched? Uh, who was the family snitch? That, and I'm not kidding you. Uh, I could go out and do something I knew I shouldn't be doing. And till I got home, my parents already knew about it. They already knew about it. Uh, you know, wh whoever that snitch was when I was a kid, that's who they needed to see to find out uh, uh, whose cocaine was found at the White House. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I, I didn't get away with anything uh, as a child. And uh, here, uh, now this uh, girl was 20, but playing with a rifle, playing with a rifle, In stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah, let's see what else here. Uh, while we're speaking of... Bums and freeloaders and uh, uh, dumbasses. Uh, this comes from Black Enterprise. This is an all-black news outlet. Uh, stories, whiny stories about blacks having to live uh, equally as whites. I, I say this on the show many times. Blacks couldn't handle equality uh, in America because it, they would be held to white standards then. And here, this article, the headline is, Disabled Black Grandma Files $100 million Lawsuit Against Landlords for Unlawful Racist eviction. Uh, let's see what happened here. Uh, Sandra Black, a 62-year-old African-American, retired disabled grandmother from Marion, Indiana, has sued what she calls malicious racist landlords for their attempted frivolous eviction in Indiana state court. She is also suing them for removing her from her property Due to discrimination. Um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Black introduced the unprecedented subject matter of the special damages she termed embedded law, reparations type payout for all African Americans. She seeks $100 million 
to be split between herself and the entire black race as determined by a jury. Her argument is that unconstitutional that it is unconstitutional to treat blacks equally to minorities due to their special damages of slavery, modern day racism, and deprivation of land and government um, of their very own. No rights to sovereignty of nationality. Here you go. Uh, a grandma here uh, has been evicted for not paying her rent. Uh, she isn't paying her rent because she thinks she's owed something. Uh, white people don't owe black people a damn thing. Nothing. Uh, uh, zilch. Zero. Number one, if you look at the ship logs that brought the slaves here, they, they were Jewish ships. Jews are not white people. Jews are not God's chosen people. The white race is God's chosen people. But anyhow, so you had some Jews go back and uh, go to Africa. They make it sound like they were, uh, you know, rounded up like the beasts that they are. And, you know, forced into cages and forced over here. They were bought from black slave owners in Africa. So if you want to go back to who owes you uh, any money, that would be your black government. Uh, we didn't enslave you. Your own government did. Blacks in Africa, your black government enslaved you, not us. Uh, you know, and here, the typical thing, because uh, Grandma gets evicted, and hopefully, uh, maybe it'll say in here, you know, maybe she lived like a pig, uh, maybe uh, the smell uh, in apartment buildings uh, from her living like a pig, maybe got her evicted. I, I hope it says here. But here we go, uh, uh, a, a, a black grandma looking for free handouts. Uh, Miss Black alleges that no other American race of over 40 million people lives utterly devalued in human rights by society without escape, as do the black American. What do you mean without escape? How about this? Escape back to your motherland. Escape back to Africa. Get the hell out of America. You know, if you're, uh, well, even white people. If you're not happy here under uh, white Christian rule, get the hell out. Uh, it's simple. Uh, yeah, like Grandma, maybe Grandma wouldn't get kicked out of a, a straw mud hut in the jungles. Maybe she'd rather be there. A hundred million dollars. She should get nothing. Uh, uh, this subject matter is the first discussion ever in history that blacks must receive financial compensation for their damage and will force corporations to do more to stop managers from harming people of color. You know, I've said this before uh, many times on the show when it gets to uh, this idea that white people... Uh, owe black people something. Uh, if you have a job, if you are working, you're a slave to your boss uh, or a slave to the corporation you work for. You're told what to do. You're told not what to do. Uh, 
you're told how to do things, how not to do things, and if you don't follow those rules, you get fired. Back in the, and, and also, what do you work for? Food, shelter, and clothing. So the Africans were brought here, and they were mistreated uh, much worse by their African slave owners. They were brought here and pretty much given a life of luxury. What did they have to work for? Food, shelter, and clothing, just like everybody had to work. Uh, you think white people weren't picking cotton? Uh, and they had other jobs as well. They didn't want to work then, and they don't now either. Now they want a freebie because their ancestors uh, were expected to have a job. And, you know, a lot of people may say, oh, well, how bad they were treated. You know, you try to run away, you lose a foot. You steal something, you lose a hand. You rec reckless eyeball some white woman, you lose an eyeball. It was all punishments. People may think, oh, wow, that was, that was really extreme. What about back in the Bible? You know, simple... Uh, uh, being disloyal to your mate, cheating on your mate, something uh, today that's done, nobody blinks an eye. You hear it every day, you see it every day. Uh, and in biblical times, if you were caught, you were taken to the edge of town and stoned to death. Do you think that was a uh, pleasant uh, event? You know, it's not like somebody could pick up a big, huge boulder and smash your head with it. These were just stones. Stones big enough for people to pick up. That would be such a long, drawn-out death that it isn't funny. So when you think back to the punishments that happened in biblical times, losing a foot for running, losing a hand for stealing, or losing an eye for reckless, uh, 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 reckless eyeballing a white woman, that's kind of mild compared to the punishments that uh, was doled out in biblical times. Uh, Miss Black claims that she was ordered by the court to keep her views on racism to herself. She claims that she was ordered to accept Jim Crow-type uh, law that places a black person who is overwhelmingly in the right by the evidence, falsely in the wrong, to save whites with little to no evidence back their claim. By law, a judge is required to be impartial. Uh, Black alleges that the judge should be charged with a hate crime for her actions against Black in court. Um, here's a list uh, of what this uh, low IQ grandma uh, this is, you know, uh, from a baby to an adult to a grandma within the black race. Stupidity. Let's see here. Number one, she alleges that the judge fabricated evidence to support whites harmful to black and refused to remove the lie, then ordered black gang from mentioning the magistrate's actions in court litigation. Number two, uh, Mrs. Black motioned the court for the case to be dismissed so that she could have a chance at a fair, a fair judge. Motion to dismiss was denied. She alleges that the judge sanctioned uh, Sandra for asking the court to compel white defendants to cooperate with discovery. A black vi victim must pay white culprits. 
she alleges she was sanctioned for going against whites in court. Number five, as the caption states, Black alleges that mostly all, if not all, of Black's pleadings were intentionally taken out of context, ignored, and dismissed. Listen, when well, you're talking gibberish, anybody that's been in front of a judge, if you go in front of that judge, uh, because uh, he knows what he's doing, uh, you know, it might not always be right, but he knows what he's doing. And if you take uh, uh, a wheelbarrow full of bullshit before the judge, he's going to shut you down. He doesn't want to hear that. Uh, so here you have this low IQ uh, black grandma uh, rambling on a court, and the judge told her, shut up. You know, uh, race has nothing to do with this. Now, because she's black and entitled, she thinks she can sue for hearing the truth. Isn't that something? And we know that happens today, don't we? Uh, you can be sued for telling the truth. Uh, black alleges she was court-ordered in writing to appear in person, forced to drive out of town to court, loss of time and money, while the wealthier white defendants may appear in person or by phone. Listen, it, it, you, you, if you started this, and you wasn't prepared to go through with it. Don't blame the judge because he wants to see you face to face. Uh, Ms. Black alleges that worst of all, the senior judge in the appellate court joined in a conspiracy to allow racism in American courts support, uh, supporting the magistrate judge to judicially lynch uh, a black litigant. Here we go. Gotta throw that lynch in there. Um, you know, I, I honestly wish hangings would come back. Uh, I wish they would be used. You don't have to worry uh, about a drug cocktail uh, going wrong. You don't have to worry about old Sparky uh, malfunctioning. Uh, the end of a rope. The end of a rope for heinous crimes. Now, there. I didn't say glutton lynch black people. I said I wish hangings would come back as a way of punishment. Short, simple, sweet. And fewer tax dollars spent to do it. Uh, to their misfortune, Miss Black alleges that both the defendant and judges had absolutely no clue that their Karen crusade against her is not against a typical black person. Her resume includes being an HBCU graduate of Tuskegee University and a BS degree in chemical engineering. I could see a BS degree because she's throwing around a whole lot of bullshit. Now that's her BS degree in engineering. Decades of experiencing uh, maneuvering through racism. An expert on world religions, African history, the creation origins of humanity, uh, another of several books, author of several books, and the wife of an African shaman. Uh, you know, if she is a master at American history and the creation and origins of humanity, then she should know that, um, uh, and I say this all the time too, blacks, well, we were here before you. Yeah, yeah, you was, but not as a human. Notice the human. 
there, uh, uh, God created the Garden of Eden. There was nobody on earth that could take care of that garden. Yet blacks were here. Imagine that. He had to make white people to take care of the Garden of Eden. Uh, he, uh, he decided Adam needed a mate. There was black people. So they claimed to be people, uh, biblically. Why didn't uh, uh, God give Adam uh, a, a, a black beast? Number one, bestiality is a sin. Number two, race mixing is a sin. So God had to create Eve from Adam. So the next time a black tells you that uh, we were here first, we was kangs, uh, politely remind them that when God created a garden it needed taken care of, he had to make white people to do it. And, you know, that's just how it is today. Uh, without white people, these people would have nothing. And you have this, um, uh, well, IQ idiot tying up court systems. Uh, she is a court-appointed uh, court guardian raising four uh, grandchildren all alone. And she once resided in Ghana. Good, move back to Ghana. Uh, Africa for five years. Her diverse background established her as a force unprecedented in settling financial, financial restitution for African Americans. Number one, you're just African. You're not American. You're African. Uh, could we go to uh, Africa and call, her, say, uh, uh, call ourselves uh, Caucasian Africans? Of course not. Uh, the court and Sandra Black are at a stalemate. Neither can move forward without the other being defeated. Therefore, the court refuses to respond to her litigation and she refuses to accept the Grim Jim Crow order moving forward to trial. She alleges that it is now up to the public to decide if Jim Crow is allowable in our courts today. Um, this might be a uh, article to see some follow-ups on uh, to find out, uh, you know, just how close this um, extremely dumb uh, black grandma is. Uh, speaking of low IQ, speaking of violence, uh, this article comes from the news source, True Crime. The headline, Wisconsin woman allegedly threatened to shoot up McDonald's because her French fries were burned. Guess what? Black. This is a black uh, woman. And... Um, Just, uh, just the shape of her head, the look on her face, you picture um, uh, King Kong type uh, characteristics, if you will. The article here, a woman was arrested a month after she allegedly made threatening comments to McDonald's employees because some of her French fries were burned. Uh, 
WITITV reports Brennanita Gottschalk. What a name, Brennanita Gottschalk. I <laughs> uh, went to a fast food chain in Brookfield, purchased a sandwich, soda, and fries, then ate her meal. When she finished, she allegedly approached the counter and started criticizing the fact that there was a burnt end on some of her leftover fries. She allegedly attempted to make her way into the McDonald's kitchen to get a new order. You know, uh, I don't know any place that if you went up with a complaint to your food, that they would replace it. Uh, uh, why was she smacking her gums, uh, uh, eating the french fries, and then just putting the burnt ones back? Why didn't she take it up and say, hey, look at this? You know, they could have taken a tray and dumped out her fries and, uh, you know, seen uh, if, if there was any burnt ones. But typical. You eat the meal, and then you want it for free. That's that's my guess in this instance. She went in. She didn't want to spend her crack money on something to eat that day. So she figured, I'll just eat this and then bitch about something. And here you go. And then it, it escalates into being, this is that black, uh, untamed uh, anger threatening to shoot up McDonald's. Uh, court documents cited by the Waukesha County Freeman alleged employee tried to stop Gottschalk from entering the kitchen because she was not allowed in there. Gottschalk allegedly argued with the employee and claimed that McDonald's worker was a drug dealer. She reportedly continued to make her way back and insisted all the employees were selling drugs and would get arrested. The criminal complaint reportedly said Gottschalk claimed she had a weapon and she was going to shoot up the, the restaurant. Gottschalk was reportedly exiting the McDonald's when police arrived. Uh, according to WITI, police did not find any weapons on her. Prosecutors filed the criminal complaint on October 6th. Lucasia County court records show She's being charged with disorderly conduct. Her next court date is scheduled for October 19th. Uh, so there you go. Um, getting away with murder. Whether she had a gun or not, she threatened to shoot up McDonald's and gets a disorderly conduct. You know, this makes me think back to the man that the FBI killed uh, because he made a comment about Biden, which you know I think... Uh, it was all tongue-in-cheek. I don't think the man seriously meant uh, what he said. And then, you know, when the FBI shows up, and my guess to that is they didn't announce who they were. They just kicked in the door. And naturally, uh, uh, this old man, he was in his 70s, he didn't know what was going on, if he was being robbed or uh, what was happening. So he reaches for his weapon, and the FBI shoots him dead. These are the times we live in. Oh, let me see. Do one more article here. Hmm. 
Okay, more. More black uh, crybaby article. This comes from ComicFans.com. The headline, Black Texas teen suspended for a month over his hairstyle to be removed from school. Good. Uh, I did this article, um, I don't know if that was last week uh, or maybe the week before, but uh, uh, this uh, teen had dreadlocks or something uh, in his hair and he was, his mother was called and uh, was told something needed done. Right away, they go back to their African heritage, which if you ask me, if you want your African heritage act that bad, go back to Africa. Go back to Africa. We don't need it and we don't want it here. Plain and simple. Daryl George, a black high school student in Texas, has been controversially removed from his high school and put in an alternative education program because of his dreadlocks hairstyle. This has sparked a legal dispute over alleged violations of the state's Crown Act, which forbids racial hair discrimination. You know, there is a limit. Let's face it, there has to be some kind of a, lim a limit in school. Even uh, clothing, hairstyle, whatever it is, if it is distracting. Uh, I see a, the, the picture uh, of this um, black thug, young thug, and it's definitely distracting. You know, it, it, not only is it uh, dreadlocks, but it's, it's like all twisted and uh, tied. It, it, it's hideous looking is what it is. And, you know, stuff like that, uh, you know, white, white kids shouldn't have to go to school and look at that. White kids shouldn't have to go to school and smell that balled up, matted, uh, uh, greasy hair. Uh, in a letter provided to the Associated Press by George's family, Barbers Hill High School principal Lance Murphy noted that due to George's failure to comply with the school's previously communicated standards of student conduct, he would be sent to EPIC, EPIC, a disciplinary alternative education school, until November 29th. The letter also states that George will only be allowed back on Barbers Hill campus on November 30th if he is there to talk to school administrators about his conduct. He will, however be able to resume regular classroom instruction. Uh, so here he's, uh, the parents right away uh, made a big fuss about uh, him being told, you know, this uh, hairstyle isn't appropriate. And uh, he should, they failed to comply. Now how hard is it, would, would have it been to take the dreadlocks out? I don't know how easy they come out. Uh, shave your head if you have to. But no, right away, got a ball about it, how racist it is. Uh, George was given school suspension at the end of August by Barbers Hill High School for not following rules in the classroom and on campus over his locks. Male students on campus have specific dress codes, although the school, uh, the school does not have uniforms. According to the student handbook, male students are prohibited from having hair extending below the eyebrows, earlobes, or top of a shirt collar. So here, it had nothing to do with dreadlocks. Uh, this 
uh, low IQ thug. Uh, he could have had uh, not had dreadlocks. And if it was below the eyebrows, earlobes, or top of the t-shirt collar, guess what? That wouldn't have been acceptable either. So, you know, if a white kid went in there with a new, a normal uh, human uh, haircut, if it didn't pass the, uh, the uh, standards there, the same would have been uh, told to them. You know, you have to uh, do something with your hair. Uh, his mother, Derisha George, and lawyer for the family have disputed the charge that the dreadlocks are inappropriate for school wear. They claim that Texas Crown Act, an acronym for Create a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair, which forbids discrimination based on race or hair color, has been broken. And they have filed a complaint with the Texas Education Agency and federal civil rights lawsuit. Now, listen, uh, discrimination. It's not discrimination when he didn't follow the rules. Uh, you know, uh, as soon as he read his handbook or had a white kid read it to him because he maybe he can't read, uh, should have seen the dress code. Uh, he should have went home and said, Mom, you know, I, I'm going to have to do something with my hair. It won't pass the dress code. This has nothing to do with race. Uh, it is not a racist move uh, by the school. Um, and here, to close out the article, the Barbers Hill Independent School District has launched a lawsuit in an effort to get more information on whether the Crown Act is in conflict with its dress code regulations. The school has also, also previously battled over these issues before. This incident with two students suspended in 2020 for a similar reason. Uh, there, you know, the rules are the rules. Uh, a, a white child couldn't have uh, a hair and, and down to his uh, neck collar uh, as well. So it's, it's nothing racist. Uh, this is more, um, I don't know, attention. Uh, another uh, black trying to uh, uh, get that free money and not have to work for it. Uh, uh, this is, uh, in my opinion, that that's uh, what's going on here. Uh, I've said before on the show, those dreadlocks uh, are part of the uh, horrific smell of uh, some black people. Uh, they have naturally dry hair, so they use the oil to put in their hair. Well, then they twist it up in a knot. Now, when you go out in the summertime, uh, you know, there's bugs that fly around the air. You know, bugs get in that hair. And uh, look, for instance, fleas on a dog. And they, uh, the fleas will twist that hair. Uh, so you, you have these bugs flying into the, uh, the dreadlocks. They don't wash them. And they keep downing them with oil, which I'm sure attracts bugs. They burrow inside the dreadlock and then rot in there or reproduce. So, you know, this whole idea of dreadlocks being a thing, uh, it, it, it's, it's not a thing. It, it, it's actually quite uh, disgusting. And, it, you know, I don't have a better way to put it 
Uh, we're not in the jungle here in America. Uh, we're not pigs. And we certainly shouldn't have to uh, act like we are in the jungle or uh, condone others acting like pigs. The rules are the rules. Uh, crazy. So there this evening we had um, uh, several articles. The commentary was about the homosexuality that we deal with. Uh, and then the rest of the show uh, was pretty much uh, non-white antics, I guess you could call it, uh, in America. Uh, I don't know what better way you could put that, uh, because that's exactly, and harmful antics, too. You know, you hear the word antic, and you think, oh, that's, that's going to be something funny. Uh, it isn't funny trying to survive as a white person in your own white Christian country, and, uh, you know, have to be surrounded uh, by these lesser people. And, yes, uh, I said uh, lesser people. And I stand by that. Okay, I'm going to wrap up this Tuesday evening show. Uh, I will be back here on Thursday, October 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern with another show. Uh, if you enjoyed this one, uh, tune in uh, Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, look up the show page on Truth Social. You can download Truth Social from Google Play Store. Uh, and if you can't get it from there, go to truthsocial.com and you can uh, start uh, Donald Trump's version of Twitter. And so far, I haven't had any problem at all uh, with the things that I post. Um, you know, he advertises free speech, and uh, it, so far it has been. So uh, check out the show. Download Truth Social, look up the Rust Belt Klansman Show, and tap follow. There's where you find out all the information about the show, if there's going to be a show, if there isn't going to be a show, uh, if one is going to be missed, uh, uh, what platform it's going to be on, uh, either just White Pride Radio or Spotify or both. Uh, you'll get all that information uh, right there. Plus, press releases from the Knights Party, uh, the Ku Klux Klan, and sermons from Pastor Thomas Robb. Uh, also, a sermons from Attorney Jason Robb and uh, Rachel Pendergrass. Uh, they're mainly from uh, Pastor Rob, but if, you know, if he uh, is available to do one, uh, uh, one of his uh, kids uh, pick up the duty uh, of the sermon. Uh, all equally good. Um, you, you really need to listen to uh, the sermons, and you'll find them there uh, on the show page. If you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions, news articles, you like the show, you hate the show, uh, you're glad I'm alive, you hope I die. Uh, whatever you got, you can email that straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Uh, all lowercase letters, so it's very simple. heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voicemail or a uh, text message. You can text that uh, as well. So there's information uh, on how to uh, contact the show. 
uh, I want to mention this, and I don't know, uh, you know, just how friendly uh, uh, this or, or how this show would be perceived. On uh, I found a place, Liberty News Radio, and uh, it says hard hitting. Uh, well, it says here, hard-hitting talk show radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News, news refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. Uh, we invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us. Uh, I'm going to contact this... Um, uh, Liberty News Radio and see if they would be interesting, interested in uh, maybe running the Rust Belt Clansman show there. Uh, if they do, there's a win. Uh, if they don't, uh, you know, it don't matter. Um, every now and then, if I see, uh, you know, a place where I think, oh, you know, I should try this or uh, I should try that, this looks uh, friendly. And, you know, I'll contact the place. There was uh, um, a militia radio station close to uh, where I live. And I had contacted them. They were new at the time. And I contacted them, and they uh, absolutely uh, did not want the Rust Belt Klansman show uh, on uh, their militia radio. Uh, they actually even made a comment uh, on the evening news. Uh, towards my approach uh, for the show, the, uh, the gentleman said, and we know who exactly won't be on uh, Militia Radio. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of places will brag up, you know, freedom of speech, this or that, and as soon as they hear Klansmen, they all clam up. Uh, it, I don't know if they are afraid that they will be uh, persecuted for having a, a show run by a Klansman, or, you know, what the whole uh, thing is. Uh, but, you know, many will not. They hear Klansman, and that's as far as they have to go. Okay, Murph, uh, it is time to close out this show uh, in prayer. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. You are the king of all kings the God of all gods, the creator of all creatures, and your sovereign will is abundantly good. I exalt you, Lord, for your majestic works and your compassionate mercy are beyond understanding. Your creation rightfully praises you, for you are its source and have established its righteous path. Renew your creation and establish it in the full goodness and peace Destroy the wicked from its midst and show forth your majestic power. You will accomplish your divine decrees from ancient times. You and only you will receive glory in that day and all the earth will be glad. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so there we're... Got the prayer done. Uh, I thought some really interesting news articles. Uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed the show. God bless you all. 
uh, loyal listeners and maybe new listeners. Uh, uh, God bless you. Stay safe. Stay safe and uh, uh, stand strong. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power!